Welcome to Everyone is Stupid Except Us, episode 10. I am Ross. And I am Sean. <laughs> You're getting better at that. I'm getting better. And I'm trying to put some life you are into it. Much better. This week, we're talking about a couple of things that, uh, in the what's new, something new actually came up. Suddenly, a massive sinkhole happened in our province, and we're going to look into that a little bit. Some other new things are um, uh, working from home, which is Sean's new gig, and how big cities are cool and scary. Oddly enough, the two of us started venturing into new big cities in the last couple of weeks. We'll talk a bit about that. Um, I had a conversation this afternoon that uh, I thought was kind of interesting, which is, uh, other than humans, what Earth species would be scariest to have a zombie apocalypse? It caused a big conversation, so we might go over that a little bit, and uh, a couple of other things about, uh, I was curious about texting and communi- communicating from the toilet, like how many people actually do this, text and poop? Everybody so I, does that. I, I think Everybody does know. that. I, I think I'm going to start answering. If you ever Are go you to the bathroom, right now? If you if you ever go to the bathroom and don't bring your phone, what do you even do? I didn't used to do that. Well, people used to read books. That's why people had books and magazines in their bath. Anyway, the other things we're going to talk about is apparently we want to go off about Pokemon Go still being a thing, and then uh, got a couple of potential. Uh, Anecdotes from from our past that that may may or may not come up. So first of all, uh, the ground is given way. That's yeah. that's uh, pretty much what's happening. Yeah, it's vanishing. So Ox- Oxford, Nova Scotia, which is just inside the province here. If you're coming from another province, <laughs> any other province, any other province, they all lead to the same one. We're, that's that's Canada. That's one province of Nova Scotia, right in the middle, and all the other ones surrounded. We are bordered yeah. on all sides. All roads come lead the to revolution. Nova we are boned. But a gopher hole, or I think they described it as just a gopher hole, appeared on the 19th, which as of now is, what, 10-ish days ago? The, the 19th? Yeah, like 20 days ago. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and then since then, it has grown to be 30 meters across, which yeah. is big. Yeah, it's very big. Because you see these ones, sinkholes in that's like three, South America. That's like and two or three car lengths of, uh, across. It's, it's a huge hole. Okay, you you looked into this. You, yeah. I, I watched the video, which was basically just them talking to local yahoos. Yeah. My favorite was this one idiot, and he, and he was saying, oh, well, I, I heard on, I've been following this from the start, because I heard on the news that there was a hole, so I thought, well, I better get me over there. and <laughs> well, There's a hole happening. Just, <laughs> one, okay, so you're listening to your radio doing obviously nothing, <laughs> because the radio says there's a hole, and you can immediately just drop whatever you're doing and go and look at a hole. Mm-hmm. And this is this wasn't even... He went to go look at a hole when it was a gopher-sized hole. Not, I mean, now it's it's pretty big. It's impressive to look at, but I can't yeah. imagine going to look at it. There's a tiny hole opened up. Oh, Martha, get in the truck! <laughs> get, in the, get in the truck. There might be a groundhog. Mm-hmm. You know how we love some some groundhogs. So a sink. Good on a barbecue. Is it as simple as I think it is? I mean, it, was there an underneath cave system that stuff is now falling into? Generally, or that's is something how it else works, given yes. way below. Most sinkholes are caused by underground water movement, and you know, like the ground is made up of dirt and sand and stuff, and uh-huh. it just kind of you know, it's like if you ever looked at a 
at an egg timer and you see how the sand, when, when there's a hole for sand to go through, it's all going to fall through the hole and make this ever-widening hole at the top of the sand. It's the exact guess, same thing. I grew up in a place where there was a lot of rocks. Like, it was pretty much one giant yes. slab of rocks. So yeah, all down towards the South Shore, all in HRM. It's very granite-rich. It's like boulders and bedrock mm. if you dig six inches down. Yep. Now, you get further up up towards that end of the province, and it becomes much more, especially, like, um, towards north of hrm there's a huge gypsum mine there just because there's this i mean gypsum is a very uh water soluble very soft like almost talcum powder like um mineral and that's what caused this one is that there was underground gypsum um formations that just water underground water motion has eventually worn it out enough until there was a large underground cave system and with with you know rivers going through it so as dirt is falling into the hole the water is taking it somewhere else so it doesn't just fill up the cave and then stop sinking eventually it's just, the water is just taking it you know out into the ocean oh okay so it's just flushing it all away because you know it's basically sand falling into a high pressure water pipe so the water is just taking the sediment somewhere now eventually it'll probably plug up and stop falling but I would have thought if that were going to happen, that would have happened long before 38 meters in diameter. Well, there's these pretty impressive, uh, you see videos and pictures online. Uh, I think there was like a, a city center somewhere in South mm. America, I, I want to say. Yep. And it had this enormous sinkhole that was right at the center of the street. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll went, see, yeah, like whole city blocks being taken up by this sinkhole. Yeah. Yeah. And it just goes straight down. You know, it's not like, it, oh, it, the, the ground has sunk a couple of feet. It's all, where's the bottom? I don't yeah. know. Tomorrow. And that's the thing is you pour, you, you put, I mean, you could pour like a marking die or something down there and, you know, you might see it 400 kilometers offshore coming out somewhere, you know, it's, I mean, who knows where this goes. But uh, the thing that struck me as funny is the short-sightedness of the, of some of the, I mean, a lot of the locals on the news are like, oh, it's very exciting. We just came by to see what was going on. But then yeah. you get that guy from, because it's actually in the like backyard or parking lot of the Royal Canadian Legion for that town. And, you know, the guy from the Legion, oh, it's really hurting our sales. People can't come by and go to the Legion. It's like, dude, if that expands another 10 meters, the Legion is gone. Yeah, you won't have you a know? Legion to go to. Yeah, it's going to be. That's really going to hurt your sales. Yeah, it's going to so, yeah, no, really no hurt one, your sales when the, when the building is not there anymore. The, the words that they're using in most of these stories are both unpredictable mm. and continues to grow. Yeah. The, and those <laughs> frighten me a little. The, I, I, don't, I don't really... <laughs> I no, I mean like it's, it's hard to say. But it's hard to say without being, you know, alarmist about it. And but from a from a real. Nova Scotia's falling into a giant pit. We're on Well, I, I kind of doubt the whole province is going to sink into it because, like no, you no, said, much much of Nova Scotia is built on granite and bedrock. But because you know, as as we know from most news reports, everything follows geopolitical borders and boundaries. <laughs> Where they say th- things like, oh, this, this cloud isn't expected, you know, this cloud of toxic of acid rain isn't expected to enter you know, Ontario at all. It'll start like, yeah, yeah, it's going to stay right there. The border it's, of Manitoba it's, is yeah, not going to come across like, at all. Like, you know, the, 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 the acid rain clouds from the States, they're just going to stop in Detroit. They're not going to go further in, in, exactly. up north. Well, I mean, they got to, tr- I mean, what if they want duty free? Then it's going to cost too much. And you really got to think about that kind of a trip. So I, yeah. I love it when news stories do things like that, where they say this is exactly... <laughs> This is the boundary of this, and I think no, you're. Yeah. That's just the boundary well, based no, on your. There's state no borders. boundary because I mean this thing could get as big. I mean it could get huge. There's there's 
there's gypsum uh, formations all the way down, like... There's to, gypsum in them thar hills. To, like 50 kilometers from, 50 kilometers east of us. It's all gypsum. And mm. even th- ask John about his experiences with the sinkholes out there on the, at, at uh, the cliffs of St. Croix. That's, that's a funny story. You know, but, uh, if, if we, if we'd known about uh, a, a bit more about this, uh, this sinkhole thing, we, we could have arranged to have John as a special guest today. What we should have done is taken the laptop and gone and recorded this podcast at the border of the sinkhole. <laughs> well, you know, because you want to be there no, you're to right see what's there. going on. You want, you want to go take, break, take a look break, at the hole. Breaking news. Oh, another rock fell in. Get in the truck. I don't know what rate they said it was expanding at, but I mean, it's if, if in, what, like two weeks, it's gone from gopher hole to 38 meters across. That's yeah. That's pretty quick. I don't know if it's slowing down or, but I mean, the point is, is that, I mean, it could stop now or... I mean, it could become hundreds of meters across. There's really no way to know, no way for me to know. I'm sure if you were a, uh, like a local geologist and knew the layout of the land, you'd be able to say, oh, it's not going to go any further than this. But but we don't seem to be hearing from those people. No, we're still nobody just interviewing the yokels. That. There's no, where's my scientist? And like the news also, and the police, are they, they're like being very calming about it. Like, oh, we just ask that you don't be here. Just stay home. And it's like, do not dive headfirst into is, the sinkhole. Is, is it, you know, you're, you know, nobody is allowed at the dog park. It, like, <laughs> it's going to be, is this going to, like, are we done? Or is this whole town going, going to go into this? But anyway, I mean, I, mean, that's, it, I don't mean to be alarmist about it. It's not my town, but... Well, it's indicative of our overly calm chucklehead of a provincial leader right now, <laughs> I I think. You know, it, it, every announcement that he makes, he'd be sort of, well, the, uh, the aliens have landed and they're, they're, killing they're vaporizing people, people at, a, oh. at a pretty pretty fast rate. A, so it's a very impressive rate, and... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, well, but I mean, you we're know, all just gonna hang on and, and see what happens you know, and the uh, do a thing, guy. Come no, on. I mean, like I said, I don't mean to be alarmist about this, but I mean, it it, it could be no more than it is now. But what are we gonna do? I mean, they just when this is done expanding and suddenly there's new Lake Oxford, like yep. are they gonna leave it as it is, or are they gonna come by and like dump a million tons of concrete down the hole? I mean, what are they gonna do? Well, I think we'll just wait and see what the sinkhole's going to do. And, <laughs> see what nature brings. You know, this just, the largest uh... car I could afford. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really tall, too. Is that, that uh, that's great. Uh, speaking on. of cities that have their own lakes, <laughs> there are cities that have their own lakes. In fact, one of the closer ones. No, wait. Do you work in the in the city of lakes or do you work on the uh, real person side? Which, you park is... in the city of lakes and you take it over to Halifax. Yeah? Which No, I, I work and park... In the Dartmouth side, yes. Oh, see, I thought I thought you were taking, but didn't you talk? I occasionally the take the ferry to do things on the, that are near the ferry terminal on the Halifax side, such that I okay. don't have to go over there. If something is within walking, if I have to do something in the city, like at Scotia Square, that's walking distance from the ferry terminal, and then I don't have to like find parking over there. So, um, again, we being in Nova Scotia, Halifax is the capital city. It is kind of a twin city or a regional municipality of a bunch of amalgamated cities. So it's Halifax on one side of the harbor, and then on the other side, where there are two uh, two ferry services and two bridges that go across, they go across to a place called Dartmouth. And that's kind of what we're talking about at the moment. I'm trying to quickly look up uh, the size of Halifax. If I'm 415,000 in in the entire HRM, just under half a million. It's like 
the thirteenth biggest city in Canada or something. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not huge, especially if you compare it to somewhere like you know New York or Toronto or. Well, that, I, like I looked that. it up it's... one day. I was I was trying to find a city like because there are so many American cities that I know absolutely nothing about. So I thought Halifax is the thing. You know, it, it is mm-hmm. everything in this particular area because we're such a rural ish province. There's not Colorado a lot of Springs else. has about the same number of people. Denver is about half again as much I, as... I think Pittsburgh was one of the uh, yeah. comparable sized cities hmm. maybe but I, I couldn't tell if that was because sometimes it's based on size and sometimes it's based on population because our yeah. the, the size and the population since it's a mini- regional municipality yeah it's a it's a really big wide area like you can yeah. get lost in the woods in the capital city of our province yeah I mean Halifax HRM Halifax itself is pretty self-contained right it has a few like yeah. the Bears Lake or yeah Bears Lake offset and stuff like that but yeah the actual hr or the, the halifax city area is not very big but the hrm yeah i mean that extends all the way almost out to where um well i mean it, so, extends, so, it, it extends out past the airport which is it seems like you drive forever <laughs> to get to the airport from halifax yeah exactly yeah. so the 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 thing about your statement of big cities are cool and scary is halifax is the most adorably titled city i mean it's 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 big. No, you know what? Fredericton. Fredericton is like the smallest big city you will ever see. Okay, now I've been to Fort McMurray recently. Oh my god, that doesn't even count. Is that, is that even a city? They call it a city. They literally call it a city. <laughs> so, if okay, if you took the downtown of Fredericton, mm-hmm. and then when you got to the downtown edge, like as soon as it sort of hits... Yeah, uh, right, that like yeah, eight, that eight block anymore. core in the downtown Fredericton? Yeah. So remove everything outside of that yeah it's it's still that big a, a downtown the same mm-hmm. size like building height and everything but as soon as you get to the edge of it it's just woods and then you get on the highway and you drive an exit up the highway and then at the next exit there's this little like cold brook sized town mm. and that's where everyone lives mm. they live at one exit and then they all come into the commercial center that doesn't sound wildly different from the valley nobody like very few people live in new minus but everybody goes to new minus to, to like work and shop so but yeah no i hear what mm. you're saying but yeah but, like, but so it's just that on a much much bigger scale no, so I, it's, yeah. it's, it's a really it, well, I mean, cute adorable tiny city yeah i mean fort mac is a very odd it's not normal yeah. it didn't follow it normal really is it's it didn't so follow weird. normal city growth it, it grew up because it was a booming industry for the one thing they have yeah. And they keep going through these boom crash cycles with the, with the price of gas. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's... So it tries to expand and then that fails and someone buys a bunch of land and they can't build there anymore. So, yeah, there's a bunch of political upheaval and whatnot in there. But, it, yeah, so big cities are cool scary. I went to Edmonton first. Oh, I wasn't really that scared by Edmonton because it was just flat and boring. Hmm. Edmonton's got just shy of a million people, so about a little over twice the size, uh, twice the population of mm. Halifax. And again, I think it, it feels like it comes down to sprawl. I didn't go to the downtown section because I remember the, the one time that I've been to the to downtown Toronto, I, I, I lived in Ottawa for, for eight months. Mm. And I remember the weirdest thing about Ottawa for me was in Halifax. OK, if you're standing next to a tall building, like a really, you know, a, a quote unquote skyscraper, it's <laughs> yeah. probably not a skyscraper. One, one, of the, one of the 20 floor skyscrapers in Halifax. Yeah. 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 I think there are maybe th- five of them, if that. That go more than 20 floors well, they in Halifax. Well, like the Purdy's, Purdy Wharf Towers and so, stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. Like that. So when you're in Halifax and you're standing next to a tall building, you're all like, oh, here's that tall building. But if I walk 
a block in any direction, you can go back to seeing the horizon and such. Hmm. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty easy to to really know your way around and get your bearings. Well, in Halifax, anyone. Is, the downtown core of Halifax is built on that hill, so you know if you need to go to the water, go downhill. Yeah. It's so what I was in Ottawa one night. And I was like, I am next to this big, tall ass building. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't even know what street I'm on. So I, <laughs> I went to a so corner. Lost. I am so lost. I went to a, a street corner and I was like, okay, now I can look in four directions. And all I saw were tall buildings. Oh, I had to ask a prostitute. <laughs> That's a different story. Uh, the tallest building in Halifax is 33 stories in height. And it's actually the tallest building in Atlantic Canada and the tallest structure in in Canada, east of Montreal. Wow. Yeah, we, we do a lot of east of Montreal stuff here, <laughs> yeah. don't we? we have to well, this is, this the, is the most impressive in... giant ball of twine and east of Montreal. We're the best province in Canada, east of Montreal. <laughs> we pretty much are. Yeah. I don't know. Newfoundland might be winning by now. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah, that's a whole lot of Canadian geography. So explain why big cities are scary and cool. Well, I mean... I've gotten used to it now. I think when I initially brought this point up, it was in like the first few weeks of me having this job and I was traveling. Yeah, I, I didn't um, think you would be perpetually scared of no, it No, but it's, it's kind of one of those things where, well, actually, I think maybe I wrote this point when we had just driven through Moncton, which I don't know. I think Moncton is more confusing. Well, I mean, not, not more confusing than downtown Halifax, because that's like a giant Kenfield with nothing but one-way signs and well, I don't know what's going on. But There's two lanes and one lane goes somewhere. And you yeah, it's like where. all of a sudden the other lane is, all the cars in the opposing lane are upside down and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but but uh, we went through Moncton and we were just driving through Moncton because my wife and I were going to uh, Fundy National Park down on the... Uh, on the opposite side of the Bay of Fundy, we were going mm -hmm. and, and doing some camping down there and we're going through Moncton and I got the GPS lady telling me, you know, the Google maps lady is telling me the whole way, turn here, turn there. When we're in Florida, <laughs> flip last your year, car upside down in the right your lane. Car upside down in the opposing lane. <laughs> when we were in Florida, she was even doing things like, well, you know, you need to be in one of the left two lanes in order to take, she would tell me what lane to get in long before I had to be in it. So it was great, right? There was no like, oh, mm -hmm. crap, I got to be in the outside lane and I'm on the inside lane and I need to be there in 40 feet and you got to cut across a bunch of lanes of traffic. Or I find there's not many places in Atlantic Canada that the GPS <clears throat> is smart enough to know that stuff. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it is that there's not a lot. When you do have traffic devices like that, they tend to be um, like almost afterthoughts. Like nothing is really planned with a, with a large enough... Uh, foresight into stuff so right. you get like these lanes that merge into lanes very abruptly but uh so i'm in this thing where it's like it seems like i'm kind of in it's like a half a roundabout and if you are on the outside two lanes you're going in one direction but if you're on the inside lane you're going in another direction but there's one like shared lane where you can go in either direction and i'm just i'm like i don't even know where she wants me to be and at the last second she says veer slight right to stay on the whatever i'm like what <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so then I had, it was like that time we tried to drive through Montreal and we're like, okay, we need to be on the 40. Now we need to be on the 20. Now I'm lost. Cause well, it was we needed to be on the 40. And then we went past and there, this, this is the exit we take. And yeah. there's a big oh. sign exit closed. Exit closed. And then you're like, oh my God, where do I go? And you're going through the town and you're like, well, I'm going west and I need to be going south. So I guess I turn 
<laughs> you're trying to figure this out. It's like, oh my god, what has happened? And this is what it was like in Moncton. And I'm there's all the like it was busy, busy traffic too, right? And I'm now all of a sudden I'm in the downtown core. There's all and and of course everybody listening, all all two people listening to this who have ever driven mm-hmm. in a larger city are like rolling their eyes at this. But I mean, if you don't know where you're going and you're trying to figure out how to get there and you don't know the town you're in or the roads or anything like that, like I have no driving um, fear. I have no driving anxiety. Pretty much most places in Nova Scotia, like there's not many places that cause me, like I, I think maybe the, what's that big rotary in in the city, the old one? Armdale, um, yeah. the Armdale Rotary, and I th- that's easy. I think if you know if you've been around it like three times, mm-hmm. I have been around it twice, so I'm not there yet. But it's kind of like it's just, it hasn't scared me since I was a kid. But I learned well, on that. So yeah, that's the thing. If if you're familiar with it, it's it's no different than the one in New Minus. The one in New Minus is clearly intimidating to some people. Except when it's, it's tiny. At it's least it's tiny, so, so you can see small, everything, and yeah. it's so easy. But like people are going into it backwards and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> they're or, upside down in the wrong lane. They're in the wrong lane and, you know, the car is inverted and inside out. And I, I just like, uh, it's kind of four dimensional, but uh, yeah, it's like, uh, but that's, that's the thing is with this, with the large cities is trying to figure out how to get somewhere. And then when I was in, when I first started in Dartmouth, the big thing I'm right down um, on the, uh, right down by the waterfront where there is, zero parking unless you want to pay like $20 a day. Yeah, that that's a big problem. Is I've noticed especially with Halifax Dartmouth is I I have no worry about getting to where I need to go. What if do you do with I your could car? shrink my car and put yeah. it in my pocket. Yeah. I I would never worry about it at all, but parking is always such a pain in the ass everywhere you go and it's that that weird kind of irrational hatred of everyone who has already parked there before you. Mm. You're like, how are there no spots? How are there just absolutely no spots in this area? What have you people done? Who, you know, what what blood god did you sacrifice to to gain access <laughs> to this one magical spot? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's brutal. But like, it's not so bad now because I spoke. To, I parked at this like at the uh, at the gate there. It's like twelve fifty a day to park there. And I parked there the first day, and they're like, oh, there's free parking up on this other road. And I'm like, oh, cool. And I look it up on Google Maps. I'm like, that's like a kilometer and a half from here. Mm. But so that's what I do now is I walk a kilometer and a half to get to work. Saves you $12 a day. Yeah. Have a nice so. expensive cup of coffee. Yeah. It's, my, uh, my thing, I, I grew up just outside of Halifax. So we drove in there a whole lot. And then in moving up here to a, to a much more rural area, I'm not in the city all that much. But when I go, I, I, I always get this kind of, I, I chuckle at the, the irony of feeling like, oh, here I go. I'm a little country mouse coming to the big city. <laughs> and then I just, you know, I blaze through it and cut everybody off and act like a city jackass when I'm driving around because I am I have done it. You know, I, yeah. I can just confidently whip through the city if need be. But the I, traffic I like doesn't like country bother mouse me now then. if I know where I'm going and I know how to get there. Like, I don't yeah. mind being down on Windmill Road with like a lane on either side of me that doesn't you know, full of, full of traffic, that does not cause me any anxiety because it's like, I need to stay in this lane and I get up here and then I take the exit and I go over here I invert my car, I go four-dimensional <laughs> and it's perfect, right? I have no problem with it. But yeah. uh, if I don't know where I'm going, it's like, i got to turn the stereo off because I can't concentrate if there's music. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's anyway, that's that's the thing there. So big cities. Oh, I, luckily, I wasn't, 
I mean, it might have been different had I been driving through Edmonton, but I also think that we were sticking pretty close to the outskirts of everything. Like, I yeah. could see city-looking stuff, you know, the the tall buildings, the skyscrapers, way off in the distance. We didn't go anywhere near them. Yeah. I would have been interested, but I also wasn't going to say to my friend, hey, could we drive through, you know, gridlock awful traffic just so I can take a look at buildings? And you know what? It's like, that's what I've learned about when I'm in Dartmouth or I'm in Halifax, one of those areas. There's all these big buildings, and you think, oh, there's got to be all kinds of cool stuff here. There's nothing there. No, it's all a, just office space and garbage. A Starbucks at the bottom. There's a Starbucks at the bottom, and there's maybe a pizza place every now and then, but it's like, there's nothing where I work. There's a coffee place in, in the terminal across the road, and that's it. But hmm. anyway, basically Dartmouth sucks is what I'm saying. <laughs> but moving <laughs> it, on from it, that. It has pockets. There's some interesting stuff. Yes. I, I kind of I like it, but I, I yeah. learned to drive and navigate through, because Dartmouth is weird. Halifax is a bit more gridded up. Dartmouth is just the land of, there's four main roads through it, and then mm-hmm. everything else is a dead end. Well, it depends on where you are, too, because if you're talking about, like, Burnside, Burnside is very gridded up because Burnside was meant to be an industrial area for tractor mm-hmm. trailers, so it's super easy to get everywhere. And, and yeah, those those few streets down yeah. by the the water by the ferry terminal. Yes, yeah. those those there's a number of gridded ones there, but everywhere else, holy crap! You're like, I want to go this way. Like, nope, you got to go left up and back over here. Go, go over right. one eighteen and go over here and invert your car and go for a minute. It's every time, every time. So, but moving on from that is the point of now that I'm glad that I no longer have to do that, now I get to work from home. Yay, working so, from home. So five, four, four out of five days, I get to do a combination of working from home or working from my local federal office where there is nobody. And mm. uh, so, yeah, I, I, I find working from home to be more conducive to getting work done, I find, if it's work that I'm prepared to do. You know what I mean? Like if, if it's like, I just had to sit down and figure some stuff out that I have all the information and materials I need to do this. I can get it done at home because it's like it's like homework. I never did homework at school like some people did. I couldn't go to the library and do stuff. I had to like go home, sit at my own computer and figure it out in perfect yeah. silence by and myself. And that's especially in in IT, which I guess mm-hmm. we could kind of consider ourselves in that industry. I mean, everyone is technically in that industry because everyone works on a computer. But yeah. for the most of what we do, especially even what I do, I, I don't feel like I need an office to do it. Oh, no. You know, a, a lot of the stuff I'm doing, I'm remoting into machines all over the place anyway. Mm. So it's just one tiny little hub. And I I have fought for – well, not fought, but I've mentioned this mm. definitely a number of oh, times. They, just they, won't, they won't go for that at all where you no, are. No, they hate that. They, oh. they hate that because we still have a very old school management mm-hmm. system, which is all, you need to make sure that your butt is in that chair at 8.30 in the morning until 4.30 and you got one hour for this and you get a 15-minute legal break and – and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I'm here for three and a half hours in the morning before lunch legally allows me to leave. But do you want to know what I'm actually doing here for three and a half hours in the morning? I'm doing like 10 minutes of work because that's yeah. all there is to do. And then the rest of it is just farting about time. Yep. I can Keep fart about you. just <laughs> fine at home. I can watch YouTube from home. Thanks. I can. But no, it's, yeah. And get just as much done. The issue I'm having, where I'm still new there, most of what I have, I have one day a week that I'm expected to be at the the city office, and and I would love that having one day a week where you you report in to yeah, some sort of your, office, you have your meeting day, have your meeting day, do some knowledge transfer, remember what everyone looks like, <laughs> maintain your social contacts. <laughs> you look at people saying, uh, "I want to say Jerry, 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 is it Jerry? Jerry, Sonia, Jerry." 
Right, Sonya. Right. Sonya. Okay, sorry. Frank? Frank? <laughs> I want to say... Chef? <laughs> but yeah, I would like... I would love to work from home. Would mm-hmm. I be even more lazy? Yes. Yes, absolutely. But you know, this is the whole thing of, ugh, got to get dressed and go to well, work. Well, there's, yeah, there's ugh. also the, the downside of working from home is you become that super weird guy that, you know, never socializes with anybody other than his family and you end up having to get weird haircuts and eyeglasses in order to stand out. <laughs> So, I think we know. should devote an entire episode to just making fun of the our one to our, two our listeners. One, our one to two listeners, yeah. <laughs> Whom we hate. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Everyone is stupid except us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, Yeah, don't 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 look like him. I mean you got the glasses. You just don't have the haircut yet. Yeah. You're I'll, uh, I'll work on that. It's a twelve step program. It's a twelve step program, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of. Um yeah, so Moving on. Texting from the toilet. Now that you're working uh, from home, are you uh, are you doing a lot of that? Do you, do you work from the toilet at all? I do not do much work from the toilet, but yeah, nor I don't do think I've I... ever done yeah. that. I could. Yeah, no, it's. Uh... So I, I found myself doing that every now and then, where I'm getting a message from someone, and 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 occasionally it's from someone that I'm like, oh, I'm getting a message from. Yeah, here we go. It's, you know, that's really cool that yeah, this is the girl who's reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> I get to talk to bathroom. <laughs> like, I'll I'll talk to her right now, and I'll be like, "What's your name again? Jerry? Is it Jerry? Frank? What's Frank? Who's chef? <laughs> New phone? Who dis? Yeah. So Sonya's texting me, and and I'm all like, "Yeah," but then I'm also thinking to myself, "I'm pooping." <laughs> so I'm sort of I'm, What's I'm up? torn. I'm you know, defecating. My, my, my brain is. <laughs> I, I'm I don't want to tell anyone that, but at the same time, I ch- kind of think, should I let them know? No, who cares? That I'm Ever since the days of really long cords on on phone handsets, people have been talking to other people from the John. Come on now. Mm, I only started. Oh, no, like I, I don't call. No, wait, I can't say that. I have actually accepted calls on the toilet. Like, hello. I <laughs> refrain from the struggle voice. Yeah. I can I can put put the proceedings on pause for a couple of minutes while that happens. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I have an apprehension about it or just like a maybe, maybe no. just an awareness. Well, the thing uh, is, is, I mean, yeah, because I, I, when, when you're when, when you look at your phone and you, you, ha- you have an emotional response often to messages, you know, to different people. They say, oh, hey, how's this going? You're like, oh, I haven't talked to this person in a long time. And all of a sudden you get really nostalgic and you think about all the great, crazy adventures you went on. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm pooping. Yeah, I or don't know. Someone I else don't... says, hey, what about this thing coming up this weekend? We got need to get that organized. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I got to, you know, talk to this person and that person. I got to f- figure all that out and flip the car upside down and go forward and mention it. But, oh, wait, I'm <laughs> pooping. And it, I, I find it, it almost interrupts my thought process. No, it, it's, I... a, it's a weird, like, rude awakening okay, where yeah. I, I get into a zone of, oh, I'm texting, communicating, and I kind of go out outside of my physical reality. Then... It abruptly comes back to me. Like, oh wait! I mean, I, I yeah, I guess I hear what you're saying, but I can't say that I've ever experienced that because it's like, okay. a, no, the thi- <laughs> this, this is the, the social acceptableness of what what is okay and what is not okay to do when you're in the bathroom. Because it used to be, you're right, back in the day, there was like the newspaper or the magazines or you know the Uncle John's right. bathroom reader that would be always on the well, back of the toilet. And then you try not to think about how it's just absolutely encrusted with fecal particles when you go to pick it up to read it. And that used I, to be the thing. I set my phone on silent. Sure. Because I think, it's when I go to the bathroom, because 
it, it kind of, it doesn't really irritate me all that much, but I can see how it would be irritating. If you're, you're in the bathroom, you're doing your own thing, you're, you, know, you could be texting, you could be speaking, and then from someone else, you're like, uh oh. And the only thing worse than the doodle loops is actually the feedback. Oh, someone has their, their oh, that would be their awful. Aud- yes, that would be a keypad turned on. Yep. That would be bad. Uh, the other one is when someone starts watching a video and has the sound on. That's happened to me. Someone's watching some news report in the next stall. I'm like, bro, what what up? Why am I listening to this? This is stupid. But I think top of the heap is listening to someone else have a conversation on the toilet. Yeah. Rather like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'll be there this afternoon. Yeah, okay, see you there. Oh, good, you get the car flipped back over. That's awesome. Do you remember one time, I mean, like, cell phone devices are pretty unobtrusive you can stick them in your pocket you can walk into the bathroom like if you're in a especially if you're in like a private bathroom right you stick it in your pocket you walk into the bathroom nobody knows you're gonna go in there and like look at imager for the next hour yeah but remember back in the day when we had that apartment and we were hanging out with a bunch of different people and all of a sudden one of the guys gets up and goes to the washroom we didn't see him go into the washroom but when he comes out he's like carrying his laptop Yes! And we're like, did you just bring your laptop to the bathroom? And what was his excuse? It was, like, I think his excuse was even something like, oh, I was, well, at the time, whatever FaceTime was. What, wasn't he, like, Skyping someone? Or Yeah, he was, like, talking to somebody on his laptop. And I was like, you were on the toilet. Yeah, be less... <laughs> be less gross. But for some reason, with a phone... That's okay. Yeah, just but not you know, with a full. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the I mean, the unobtrusiveness proximity? of a phone. You can go you can go into the and also you're probably not going to get anybody else to use your phone. Whereas I might touch your computer and you not anymore. It, you just had it in the poo room. Yeah, so. touching touching all your your bits because yeah, if you've got a heavy if you've got a thing on your lap. It's going to be, if not close to, there is a yeah, much higher chance of it rubbing up against some. That's, that's totally tickling your junk, dude. Things. Like, yeah. T- so tuck it, with the tuck phone, it back, big homie. I, I keep the phone in the pocket until the pants are on the floor. And then I take and it and rub it all over and myself. I, <laughs> that and, yeah, and then you rub it all over your junk. And, and then when you're all done, you put it back in the pocket and then, you know, take care of all of the sanitation and whatnot. And then yeah. you're out. Sanitation? You know, you... He's, you you still wash your hands? <laughs> I mean, when you when you when when you wipe when you wipe your you your, still your, wipe? <laughs> Grandpa. One <laughs> one of the things there uh, in the early early days of um, of the internet, back when we were sharing jokes, this was before smartphones were really a big thing. Hmm. There was this weird joke, uh, and it was this guy, th- this anecdote of a guy who goes into the the bathroom, and all of a sudden he hears just hello. And, he, and he, so, he, so he, he figures it's come from. It's like, oh, the guy's kind of friendly. Hi, and then the, the, the other voice just says, "Hey, how's it going?" It's like, go ahead. I'm just here on the bathroom. And then the the voice keeps talking, and he's talking to it for like, you know, a couple of lines, go back and forth. And then finally, the other voice says, "Now I gotta call you later. This weirdo in the next stall keeps trying to talk to me." Yeah. And that joke was. I remember thinking how weird that was. I think that they. Like, oh my that. god, a guy was talking, having a phone yeah. conversation on I the toilet? I think they worked that joke into an episode of Bob's Burgers, actually. Uh, uh, everything yeah. old is new again. I, I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So, we're allowed to text on the toilet. 
I mean, you're allowed to do whatever you want behind closed doors, man. I'm not the judge of you. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna phone shame you. But yeah, I don't want to. You don't want to be in there. News reports. I don't want to listen to someone <laughs> watching porn, and I don't want to hear your phone calls. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to hear you talking on you. I don't even. Ugh, that here, we've we've gone. We we're at a point in technological history where we've gone past talking on the phone. And it almost irritates me now when I'm like outdoors and there's some guy with his cell phone stuck to the side of his head having a conversation with somebody. And I'm like, I'm sorry, are you from 1992? (laughs) Why don't you just text this person? Why are you talking to them? I don't want to hear half of your conversation because they're invariably so loud. At least the stupid, the Bluetooth headsets have declined. Mm. I feel it's true. James used to call them. Uh, Leroy calls them uh, douchebag tags. Yeah, the douchebag tags. But I mean, you still see. You still see what well, you see a lot now. Um, if they're not holding the phone to their ear, like you know, a normal person would. They're <laughs> with their. They got their. You know, their earbuds with the integrated mic. So it looks yeah. like somebody's. Hmm? Yeah. It looks like somebody's standing there listening to music having a conversation with themselves and it's like i guess that's less douchey than go walking through walmart pushing your cart with your big thing hanging out of your ear but i saw a guy with one last week and it was like the biggest it, it wasn't just <laughs> it wasn't a little bluetooth tag that comes out of your ear it was literally looks like something that somebody on a help desk would wear it was like an over-the-head band with this big thing on his ear and this mic nice. that came down i'm like why are you at staples with that on your head do you <laughs> maybe do you he's shopping here? for a new one like why do you have this great big thing on your head why do, you, why do you have a Plantronics thing stuck to the side of your face like that? Anyway, my f- my favorite about the headset people is I, I keep seeing these around. I mean, I, I have a lot of uh, material to work with because it's a it's a university town, and all the undergrads just showed up, all the new students, and new kids, and so we're at uh, we're at jeans level. You know, everyone's wearing their pretty clothes, mm. and so we're approximately a month to you know twenty five days away from just wearing your plaid PJ mm-hmm. <laughs> pants around and mm-hmm. not giving two craps. Mm-hmm. So. They've got they, they, so they got the headphones in because holding a phone to the side of your head is cumbersome. Well, it kind of everyone is. knows that it's awful. Everyone hates it. So the solution is to plug headphones in. So you got your headphones in, but then hold you don't the put phone the phone up in your, your pocket. You hold the phone just to you know capture air particles or something, and then the wire that has the microphone bit on it is always just two to three inches too far away from your mouth. So So with your other hand, you're holding that up to your mouth. Yeah. So instead of holding your phone up to your ear with one hand, you're now holding your phone and all your accessories to make it hands-free with both hands! Yeah, it's great. (laughs) I just... ah, ah, I just want to smack people. Yeah, kids. (laughs) It needs to be some sort of some sort of bylaw where I'm allowed to smack people if I see them being... Stupid. Well, here's the thing that I'd like to point out to both of us at this point, where you're you're seeing these new students coming coming to the university, and they have different ways and fashions and habits. Inefficient ways. They, I'm okay yes, with different people. No, I'm not okay with inefficient people. I understand that, but I'd like to point out that we are so far removed from what's normal now that these people who are coming 
to the university this year were born the year we left it. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. No, These people, <laughs> they weren't born in the previous millennium like we were. Yeah. They, they were they born the year we graduated. from this millennium. Yeah. That's and the, uh, and the other thing about that is, and, and I accept, uh, the thing that I accept the most is people always say, oh, yeah, I had a really hard time because I met this guy on Tinder. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I'm not sure if it's just that I don't feel like I fully understand. Maybe I don't understand Tinder, or maybe I just don't understand the desire to use that. Well, no, I, I can see but, how you wouldn't use Tinder, but if you do a search for Grinder, you might find something you like. Uh, so uh. my 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 thing with the whole Tinder thing is, I'm just going to accept that that's a thing that people do. I don't, but know it's not what something Tinder, is Tinder that just I like, want to. Is Tinder like online dating, or is it like online hookups? I don't really get what it is because, you know, I, it's I'm, the hookups one. Is it? OK, because it's the other one, like plenty of fish and whatnot that you're supposed to pretend that you're yeah. meeting a life partner and yeah. just getting together yeah, sure. for, for maybe friendship and perhaps your, your more. Match, your match.com, maybe but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Tinder is mostly if two people are near each other both, and both if, choking if, for if, it. Yeah. Basically, if you both yeah. chose positively and the other person, they're all like, well, oh, that's the swipe up? right, swipe left thing. Yes. Yeah, rub, I know. What rub your genitals about. together. Yeah. And it's just kind of, hey, yeah, let's, let's, Inter- let's meet up and have a general boy, rub. your boy-girl Lego bits. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And then the sounds of sex. <laughs> uh, sex ed Hot by plastic Lego. sex. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of idiots on their phones, Pokemon Go is still a thing. Now, I damn segue. I was, <laughs> I know I raged about this not that long ago, and you're like, "Yeah, we play it sometimes," and I'm like, "Okay, well, I apologize because I literally thought that that thing died about four months after it came out." I thought but, it did too. For a while, I didn't have a phone that was powerful, that was good enough to. I know I was it. trying even, to play it on an iPhone 4s. It was disgusting. It was off. I mean, even now, it is wretched and mm. it feels still like bug ridden and awful even on my my phone and i feel like my phone the one that you helped me get it's yeah pretty good yeah for what it is it's it, absolutely good it's it's still kind of a drag it's kind of a i have to run pokemon it's, go hang on yeah it's it's big software and it's yeah, massively yeah. massively battery draining so you can always tell the people that are going around dartmouth especially like right across down by the waterfront is where they're spinning hot, little circles on their screen is a, is a hot spot for <laughs> yeah. for the, the Pokemaners, and it's you, you see people going around and they got a phone with like a cable coming out of their phone going into their backpack which you know is connected to this like 40 pound battery pack mm. so that they can play Pokemon Go for half an hour and uh, it doesn't drain much too bad but I don't play it much hmm. like I think you, you have these little um if you walk a certain amount it hatches an egg yeah, hatches or something eggs, yeah I don't I, I I do a lot of walking the the problem I have with it is is that you can't leave it running in the background hmm. it won't count your steps it won't yeah, count you your have, travel you have to have it open yeah it's and that that bothers me and that amongst uh, above all makes me not want to uh, level up and do it full time. Just a, a simple little little thing like that. But a number of weeks ago, I hadn't had it back on my phone for long, uh, maybe only about a week and a half, when I was walking by somewhere and, you know, a little thing pops up. Bloop, oh, there's a thing. And I'm like, eh, yeah, I've caught a million those. But I did catch a Pikachu. I caught my first Pikachu. Good for you. Proud of you, buddy. I was kind of, kind of excited about that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
look at that. I got a Pikachu. I made a cool but yeah, I only, I mean, I knew that it was still kind of a thing because I see some kids and a couple of grown-ups doing it around where I work. But then I was just, in preparation for, for this show, I was kind of scrolling through the Google News to see if there was anything worth talking about. And that was one of the things was like, it's a big thing. Oh, being new poke, new shiny Pokemon being released in September. I'm like, God, who cares? But apparently people. It's still, yeah. I mean, you're well with the Nintendo switch and it is a handheld thing because that was, I think what really saved the, the, the DS and the 3DS. A lot of Pokemon games came out on those and people were playing them all the time. This was back when I recognized and realized that video game culture was out of the shadows. And this could maybe 10, 15 years ago, I was walking around in town, as you do, and there's these dude bros going by. And one of them says, oh, yeah, you know, it's a long weekend. And I was waiting for them to start, you know, spewing out Budweiser, Jägermeister, and all the German words that they learn in school. But he, he actually <laughs> said, I'm going to play so much Pokemon this weekend. Woo! And I, I thought... Dude, you just said that out loud. <laughs> what if what if the cool kids are looking? <laughs> you know, I, I I went into this weird kind of this this gamer turtle shell thing. Oh, someone talking about video games. Hide. <laughs> so it 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 had come come out to the forefront, and I meet so many people. And you talk about video games. They said, "Oh yeah, I grew up playing Pokemon. Oh, what's your best one? Oh, Pokemon Blue was the best. Like, what was it? Twitch plays Pokemon. That was huge. <laughs> so many people grew up playing Pokemon, and I feel like I either chose not to. I think we or missed just it. Missed out. We on missed the, it because when Pokemon was big, I mean, Pokemon the the first was it? It wasn't a GBA game, was it? It was like an original Game Boy game, or was it a GBA game? The first. Uh, I don't remember. Let's let's see. It's probably Famicom um, or something. No, it was the well, the the first the red and green were the first ones, and they were for the Game Boy before the Game Boy Advance or anything like that. It, they were just yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 gray with the you know creamed spinach and black color screen. Um, 1996. So when that first one came out, we were already like we had graduated high school when that came out. So I kind of feel like we probably weren't. We might have been in the jaded section of our lives. I don't think... I mean, I was still playing video games, but I was playing, you know, like, first-person shooters and stuff. I wasn't playing Pokemon. I didn't like the Game Boy. I didn't like playing anything No, it was terrible. But I think think by the time... I mean, 96, that's pretty late. That must have been one of the last games for the Game Boy. And I imagine when it came out, the Game Boy Color would have been, like, the... The, the yeah, because the N64 was just coming out. And when the N64, in, N64 came out, I was all like, yeah, N64! And we played no, the, the pants what, off of that N64 thing. N64 was out in 96. I was thinking yeah. it was like 94. That, huh, interesting. But yeah, like the uh, the Game Boy, because there was the Game Boy Color, which was the thinner, better on battery, had like mm-hmm. a two or four color screen or whatever, and it also had the built-in backlight. The main problem with the original big, chunky, gray Game Boy was that it took four AA batteries that lasted about 48 seconds and it had this like crappy screen with no light. So you could only play it, you know, in out underneath the noon sun in the Arizona <laughs> desert. And uh, it just wasn't a good system and there weren't even any good games for it. But well, somebody's going to say, ah, I mean, Tetris was a good Tetris is a good game. If you like Tetris, no matter what you're playing it on. Tetris is a good game on the TI whatever calculator. So maybe, so maybe that's it. If if there was like a, a Tetris themed 
a Pokemon Go game for phones, <laughs> we would be all over that. But the thing is, since everyone else grew up with the nostalgia of Pokemon yeah. Go, because we try it and we're like, this is stupid. Well, not, you know what, I, though? I enjoy no. it. I, I, I do get a little bit hooked, but it's the 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 interface of it and the bits that don't work and they just nag at me and I'm like, mm. ah, I can't get into this. I just can't quite yeah. commit to it. But other people, the nostalgia factor is just, yeah! Pump more well, of this into my veins. You know what? I bet a lot of them aren't even the nostalgia feature because you get these people, you get these kids that are like nine years old playing Pokemon Go because it's not like Pokemon is something like, I don't know, Donkey Kong that was a part of our childhood. It's an ongoing thing. They're still coming out with Pokemon games and the Pokemon mm-hmm. cartoons and all this kind of stuff. It's not like it is something that was around, you know, when we were at the tail end of our of our adolescence, but it was still it's still new to a lot of these kids, right? It's so it's it's a lot like like Mario. I mean, they're still cranking out Mario games and they conti- they will until Nintendo goes under, I'm sure. Yeah. Continue to make Mario games. I mean, they've been making Mario games since like 1980. I mean, if they if they announce Luigi's <clears throat> Mansion Two, I will go buy a Nintendo Switch tomorrow. I've been thinking about getting a, a refurb Wii U just so I can play Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> I really gotta see. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta hook up my the uh, the Wii that I got off Vic and yeah. start messing with that. Because when I when I was visiting um, Alberta, in fact, Zenin got me on. He turned on his he turned on the Wii and he said, "Oh, have you ever played this?" And it was Super Mario. No, wait, it was like it, it was just another two D level thing. Oh yeah. Sort of like somewhere in between Mario World and Mario Three, yeah, a bit. Or is the a very one, simplified like the, version the, of it? The new, the new Super Mario Brothers for the Wii, or I think so. Yeah. Kind of like no, that wasn't you that I was playing that with. Disregard. Anyway, so I I never tried it. I was like, this yeah. is pretty fun. Yeah. And to I be honest, that. it could. I, be... I, ha- I have a side scrolling Mario game for the Wii. If you want to do that, that someday. Yeah, cool. but but yeah, the Mario Kart Eight I think is the newest one. But there's, unless there's one for the Switch now, which there might be. There might be. But the one that I, 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 a friend of mine that has a Wii U, and I was at his place a few weeks ago, and we were playing Mario Kart 8, and he's all like, oh, Double Dash is way better. And I tried Double Dash the other day. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart 8, like, it, fe- it has a better feel to it. It, it just, it just, it's a really I, solid Mario Kart game. Have, have we had the conversation where the, there needs to be an up-to-date version that includes multiplayer for Mario Golf 64. You know what? I don't Which know was... that I've ever played Mario Kart or Mario Golf 64. Oh, it was the best golf game. I played Monkey Monkey Golf, Monkey Ball Golf, and mm, uh, that one was slightly more re- ridiculous. Yeah, that, that was ridiculous because <laughs> um, that because that one was mini putt, but Mario yeah. Golf was a full on course, like you you know, a long drive Didn't, and then you chip have, on. Don't I have like Mario Golf for the Wii where you swing the thing? I think I had one of us had that. Why would I have a Wii game? Because you used to have a Wii. No, I didn't. didn't you? You had a Wii that no? Is this the first time you had a Wii? Maybe it must have been me then. I've I've This had a Wii this is the first one I've had my own. I mm. think the mother of my child had one that brought into that relationship. I had yeah, but I've had two Wii's now. I had one Difficult to explore since she was Yeah. Uh not into television for children. <laughs> uh yeah, that's the best way Move, to put that. Moving okay. past that. Moving, <laughs> moving past, past that. that. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I Anyway, I don't know how we got onto this. Pokemon Go. We were talking about Pokemon Go and then video but, games in general, but I, I, I think we've kind of discovered and decided why it's still a thing, why it's still going. Is yeah. they're not they're not letting go of the franchise. I don't think they're going away anytime. Well, I soon. guess yeah. I guess what 
what they I... They can keep selling, hey, catch a new monster. We've just drawn and invented 75 more. Be like, yay! I never... Pee on us, Sid Meier! <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I never... <laughs> will write. I never had Damn any... Damn Oh, you're right. I never had any illusions that Nintendo was going to drop the Pokemon franchise. But Pokemon Go did not exactly have the warmest of receptions when it first came out. It suffered a lot from that SimCity syndrome, where when it first came out, like nothing worked, and it was just mm. a, a, a smorgasbord of frustrations for people who wanted to play it. And but then you I... were in an area like this, there was like no hotspots or anything to play around here because we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, but that, so I kind of figured it would it would fizzle after that, but. You know, but there didn't. are enough people in cities mm. making it popular. I, I it, it's not it's not targeted at the rural demographic. The rural, the rural judicial system, where you know there is one hotspot in all of town. Yeah, <laughs> everybody would cluster around that hotspot, exactly. wait, waiting to catch their Zubat. It's like a neck beard smorgasbord. Dog, <laughs> go hang out outside the McDonald's again. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, are you here for another McFlurry? Yes, and also no. I am catching Pokemans! <laughs> Timmy's poor, defeated laugh. He lives a life of turmoil. So much pain behind those tears. You're never going to get that Pikachu. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for today, I think. Cool. Um, I don't know. Have we ever done a join us next time when we do other stuff? Join us next time. There'll be another episode in another two weeks. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Sean and Ross, or you can send us an email, Sean and Ross podcast at gmail.com. I think I got all that right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, more topics of conversation. I don't think I have anything big planned for the next two weeks. Not that I even talked about the fact that I went away for a week to, uh, we did for a bit. Talked about a city. Right. But apart from that, yeah. Didn't dwell. Mm -hmm. Unimportant details. You can ask me about it personally if you haven't already. And yeah, send us anything. Send, uh, ask us some questions. Or... Send send us anything. I have not send gotten an email yet. I'm so lonely. Send us anything, please. Except from except from big news. Don't send us anything. Yeah, don't please. don't don't send us anything, Jeff. I don't want it. Snoop Dogg die? I'm so glad I'm on Facebook right now.